got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah, I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. <laughs> Welcome to episode 26 of the I've Heard of Both Ways podcast. As PJ is deep throwing the mic right now. <clears throat> that was me burping and saying hit it. Yeah. Um, no, what I wanted to say was... I'm a classy guy. <clears throat> we have some potential guests lined up, and one of them said that we had to go through their publicist, and so she like asked me for some info, and I sent her some info on the podcast, and I sent her a link to one of the episodes, and I had to go through and find one that, one, had good audio quality, <clears throat> and I wasn't dying in the podcast, uh, and two, like we didn't say anything that we probably shouldn't have said on the air. So I was going through and, Oh, that's a hard, that's hard to pick an episode then. I was going which to, one 20, did you, which one did you end on? Or I, end I, picking? So this one, uh, one of the people is from my favorite TV show on TV right now, double shot at love with DJ Pauly D and Vinny. And it, uh, it's a dating show and they basically got, uh, Pauly D and Vinny and they go on and they got 20 girls and so they're all fighting over who gets to date Pauly D or Vinny and I figured the best episode to send them was producer Pete and I said I'm like oh here's one of our episodes that like I'm most listened to episode blah 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 um, but he also worked on the Bachelorette so you know that ties into stuff mm, yeah uh, it's also like a 90 minute podcast too. So I sent the information over on Friday and I sure am hoping to hear from the publicist sometime this week. Well, here's the problem with that. You sent one episode, but is the publicist going to like maybe listen to one of our other episodes and like, then be like, and then just mm -hmm. never respond back to you. Be like, maybe the those guys are demented. <laughs> well, yeah, that's for sure. I'm pretty sure that they can tell that just from my Instagram account. Um, but I think, oh, speaking of that, I didn't post the previous two picture packs because I forgot. And then by the time I remembered, it was like Saturday. So swaying I mean, in a miss. I, there might be three posts coming this week, episode 24, 25, and this one. Um, so publicist, if you're listening, please let your client on our podcast. And we promise we will be very nice. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, don't worry. Like, we're not going to do like any gotcha questions or like try to drum up business or drum up drama and I don't want her to spoil the uh, the show so don't worry about that either because I think I am a bigger fan than anyone else on the show I have all of them on my DVR and Chris is like why don't you delete them and I'm like well I plan on watching them like all back to back to back again one day like one Saturday and she was like oh that sounds fun I'm like well it will be fun because you will be sitting right next to me for it 
Uh, oh, okay. Here, here's, there's, I was looking through the, uh, the document right now to see what we were texting about earlier. And then you're like, we'll save it for the podcast. Yeah. So. We have a, we have a big argument saved for later. Uh, we also have news, um, that we teased before our first international live show and we can just, I don't want to say what country it is yet, but we can say that it's in a country that legalized weed. So you'll be happy. So that gives that away. There are plenty um, of countries where it's legal. Yeah, but where if it's never mind. You know, I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'll stop talking. Okay, you don't give it away. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, <clears throat> question for you, actually, in regards to those. Uh, um, I don't even know what you would call the. I don't know, those one pages you sent me, the ads? Oh, are like, I don't even know what you call them. It basically just is like showing the dates of the cities we'll be in. And back to being professional? So we have four shows lined up. We will record them all and probably air the one that sounds the best. So if we can even get one, that sounds good. Well, yeah, I mean, because we're not doing the... We're doing it live, and they're giving us the recording, so hopefully it's good. And I can assure you that these places are not very big, so it it will be a very intimate setting. It's a loose operation. Yeah. Uh, We also have other podcast news for the first inaugural Backyard Brawl for the IHIBW couple. Um, We got – oh, I should look this up. We got two new reviews – but we also were emailed by one of the members of a couple. And I guess I can just say it is the future Mrs. Hala. And she offered to give us full access to her bachelorette party and Scuba Steve's bachelor party. So um, Which, we're probably full, full disclosure. Aren't you going to Scuba Steve's bachelor party anyway? I was invited, so now I'll, I'll I'll receive a press pass for that one. So that's going to be oh, nice. Well, and she said that she would get you. Yeah, she would get you on the media list for her bachelorette party. So she described it as her bachelorette party will be. I should just pull up the email because it's right here. I have some uh, I have some follow up questions about that. Um, okay. This bachelorette party that apparently I'm going to be uh, going to. Documenting. Documenting, right. What? Where does the documenting stop, and do you have any friends who are single and have loose morals? Ooh, we'll have to have her email back in. She's a loyal Monday listener, so, like, we will hear back from her, like, Monday afternoon. Um, She described herself as her bachelorette party will probably be, like, Exotica, but with much more rosé. So that'll be oh, right. Rose all day. Yeah, I can do that. And she goes, she's like, Steve's will, you guys can go on Steve's and watch 18 year olds play basketball in Vegas because Steve is a big NBA fan and he booked his, they're not getting married until um, May 2020, but Steve wanted to go to Vegas to watch the NBA summer league. And that only is in July. So we're going 10 months in advance um, so we can go watch these freshly drafted 18-year-olds play basketball. <laughs> sure, sure. He actually uh, he had a, a, a contact or something um, 
for the arena that it's in, which I think it's UNLV's uh, basketball arena. And so we have a skybox on Friday. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So we'll be uh, living it up there. Big baller brand with LeVar Ball and um, all the other kids, dads who get drafted. Big baller brand. Not a big deal. Uh, let's check out these reviews because um, the first one would be from yeah i think this i think this should be a new segment we're gonna have to read our our, our new reviews and give shout outs leave us a five-star review and we'll, and we'll give it. you a shout out yeah so doesn't matter one, doesn't matter what it says obviously we'll read it all this one is from bf edwards and i think that is a one of the couples fighting for the first couple title if i, if I had to guess I, I think i could tell you who that probably is it's five stars, and it says, an insightful podcast that makes you think, makes you laugh, and sometimes makes you cry. It's that <laughs> good. That's a trifecta you long for when it comes to podcasts. Their voices are sweet and calming. That's probably a lie. Hello. Um, and he finished it off by saying, screw Dr. Cup, spelling, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> So when there, Lever, he's really he's really leading into it. He might leave, be the, he might be the heel. Oh, definitely the heel. Like that puts him in heel category for sure. Um, when you leave a review, it doesn't post right away. So they text me and they're like, "Oh, I left a review," and I have to wait like a couple uh, no, hours to see it. And so when I looked up this other review from this is five stars and it is Mrs. K Cup, which I think that is another uh, couple. And it says, PJ and Ray never disappoint. Every episode is packed with hilarious stories and anecdotes. I really look forward to Mondays when they release new episodes, which, by the way, we try to release on Mondays, but not always a promise. Um, if you're searching for an honest and amusing podcast, then you need to listen to IHIBW! Um, so no personal attacks of our other listeners on that one. Um, so I, think that's a, I think that's a point for Team, team B-Man. I think okay. So the points I, auto, you, you automatically I, get a point like, for leaving. I, well, yeah, but do you get a bonus point for talking, starting shit in the reviews? I think this goes into the category of like, um, how do I say it? Um, intangibles, maybe. Can he accept the role as PJ shows me the gif of Vince McMahon walking out? Which, by the way, if you haven't ever watched Vince McMahon walking down the stage... Do yourself um, a favor and look it up right now because it's the best video ever. Well, yeah, he does it all the time. And he just, like, he his his arms move... And his like his chest moves with the arms, but the rest of his body just kind of stays still. And I walk like that when I'm alone all the time in the house. You just bust out a Vince McMahon walk constantly. Like if I'm alone and I'm like walking to the bathroom or something, it's a Vince McMahon walk. If no one's well, watching, I mean, it's just like such a dramatic arm swing when he oh, walks. Oh yeah, you know, it's one of those things that like Van Halen, like David Lee Roth. Um, would do things on stage where he was like, okay, I have to look. It has to be like over dramatic because people in the last row have to be able to see me doing it. And Vince McMahon like knows that to a T. Like you can see him in the last row of the arena walking. Well, like I mean, you don't get to be Mr. McMahon without knowing things like that. Yeah, the only thing he couldn't do was get the WWF name from the World Wildlife Fund. Well... If it's any consolation, 
in terms of name recognition, if you say WWF to someone, 99% of the time they're going to they're going to say World Re- Wrestling Federation and not World Wildlife Fund. That is correct. Um, okay, so I forgot when I, I was responding back to the future Mrs. Hala, and she was talking about how she, like, is a loyal Monday listener, blah, 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 whatever. Um, instead of saying, like, sincerely when I was ending the email, I just said forever in your ears, and she responded back, blah, 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 talking about how she's very familiar with Coop's Mustard, so shout out to Coop's. Hey, what's up? Uh, and then she signed the email till Monday. Till Monday. LS, which stands for Lady Scuba. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Classic. I love uh, it. I also love finding really random stuff sitting on my table. Like a pair of brass knuckles. Yeah, you never know. You've had those as long as I've known you. I uh, yes, I have. Allegedly, uh obviously. These are a paperweight, I think, is what they're that's how you get them on the internet. I, I, we're not going to go into where these came from. I don't, yeah. Moving you on. Those, you didn't get those from the internet. I know. No, that. I did not. Yeah. Um, let's see. So we have, okay. The Hollas are sending us emails. They're inviting us on our bachelor bachelorette party. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Cup left us a great review. B-Man left us a heel review and let's see. Okay. So. To get people in the front of the line for the first couple fight, these are things that they can do. Um, the B-mans could possibly have us on TV for a weather segment because nobody knows weather better than we do. That's actually true. Uh, I am on weather.gov every single day. Uh, so, yeah, I would love to go to Kentucky. Is that where Mrs. B-man is a weather woman? Basically a Weather person, meteorologist. Weather person. Yeah, okay. Weather um, professional. And then maybe Dr. Andrew Cup of Savannah, Georgia can take us on one of those like dentist golf trips we hear so much about. Uh, I've never been on a dentist golf trip. Neither have I, but it sounds fun. Is there nitrous? I would assume so. <laughs> um okay okay i wanted okay if you (laughs) okay 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 okay. i get excited sometimes when i see the doc (laughs) and we talked about something before and i'm like oh god i need to like here's what i really wanted to talk about so if the publicist (laughs) uh, is still listening for our double shot at love guest um could you imagine being a professional publicist and then listening to our podcast and be like what what are these guys doing where they think they can get anybody on their podcast that's why i'm not a professional uh publicist because i would listen to that and be like wow into it love yeah. it need to get these guys on right but I away. definitely have garbage person humor as you probably all well know Speaking of garbage person humor, I was asking Kristen whenever oh, are we you, are we talking about Guy Fieri already? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when we were, I was asking her about the podcast last week, and I was like, "Oh, do you find it funny when PJ like we have to take a bathroom break, and every time PJ uses that toilet flush, and she was like, uh, no, not really. Why?'" And I'm like, "Are you serious? Because like I die laughing every time I hear it." Well, I, cause I know when it's coming up, I'm like, okay, like here comes the bathroom break. And then like you hit that flush sound and it is perfect. 
like the gush of the water is so loud and then like you hear the rattle of like the handle and then you hear like the gulp of like the the water going down the toilet beautifully done stuff it is top notch did we talk about what you're wearing around your neck what i'm playing with no we haven't actually talked about this yet okay so what you guys can't see pj is holding a key that is attached it's a key to his house that's attached to a necklace and he wears it every day around his neck do you care to elaborate on that well it's just that way you don't lose your key i mean it's simple really yeah you, you can't lose it then if you have it around your neck it does make it a little awkward to unlock the door because you got to kind of go in like this. You need to get, get your, like the the old really dog get your face in there. You need to get the old dog tag ones where like you can unhook that one like it's two hooks kind of like a big one. Oh, or you can like goes around uh, yeah. your neck. Yeah, yeah. Unhook or it, you give yourself get... some more some more room to work with. Yeah, or just get one of those like janitor ones where it's like you can stretch it out and it's super long. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, feel like, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's a little bit too much. Maybe. Did you switch flavors? Did Did you not have an orange before? I had an orange. I finished an orange. It was almost empty. I Doubling down on Lacroix. I have a mango now. Oh well, mango pretty, crazy as they pretty say. Tasty. Actually, I had some lemon today too, which was very oh, good. Mom. I had it for the first hey, time. Mom. Yeah, uh, yeah, lemon. I mean, I stick to the classics: lemon, orange, lime. Anyways, uh, yeah, if you don't want to lose your house keys, put one on a necklace. Swear it uh, every day. It's beautiful. So, can we? Producer, producer Peter does it too. I learned from him. <laughs> Who did he learn from? My grandparents. <laughs> it like as every good thing, it just gets handed down throughout the generations. It's a family tradition. Yeah. Um, it's not like your parents' house where, like, everybody knew the garage code to get in. Uh, correct. Yeah, no, that, that was not the case. That was one of those where, like... And and the front door code, same thing. (laughs) We'd be sitting at your, like, kitchen table, and you'd hear the garage go up, and you'd see everyone's face, and they're like, okay, every family member is accounted for. Who can this be coming in the house? Oh, it could have been anyone. Could have been you. Could have been... I don't even... Anyone, literally anyone, like literally there were like forty anyone. people who knew the code. Probably more. Um, pretty loose operation is kind of a you know, come and come as you go, come and go situation. <coughs> You're dying here today. Kristen's like actually sick, so I'm very nervous that I'm going to get sick. I, I I was telling her she was telling me on like episode two point she was telling me on Monday that she felt kind of sick, and I'm like, "Yeah, so do I." I'm like, "PJ was sick last night, so like, I Did think I'm coming sick down." From listening something. to this episode, I hope she, not. She goes, "I don't think you can get sick by skyping with someone." Well, I mean, you never know with technology these days. Yeah. So if anyone else got sick this week, let us know and blame it on PJ for listening to the episode episode. Yeah, yeah, do that. Definitely do that if it makes you feel better. <clears throat> um. Can we talk about how we were trying to, like, 
I was mentioning how you have a cousin who is in the reality TV business, and we were trying to say, like, decide if we should drop that on the publicist. If we should mention, like, oh, hey, by uh, the way, no, you were the only one doing that. That thought had I, never even crossed my mind. I was asking you about it and wanted to get your feedback because you did I respond? Did I respond? No, exactly. Well, you also it, didn't respond. That to, was to, that was my response. You went to a wedding yesterday, no, and I asked you whose wedding it was, and you didn't respond and i'm like okay well maybe it's a wedding i didn't get invited to uh no my well my phone died actually because the wedding was at 1 p.m and the reception was Seriously? at 5 5 oh my p.m God. so <gasps> there was there was that w- was the wedding near the reception mm, ish it was, was it? a uh it was a 12 dollar uber ride distance so what did you do for the other three hours? Uh, found a bar by the reception and watched the Cubs win. So that's like my favorite <laughs> thing about non-traditional weddings. And got, now. A, and got a cheeseburger. <laughs> like ceremony is on site. You go to the ceremony and then you get like ushered right into the cocktail hour. And then you go to the dinner right after that. Like there's no <laughs> downtime or anything. What do you Shout out E-Man. Oh, B-Man did that too? B-Man's wedding. It was beautiful. We walked in outside in this little area, a little like indoor-outdoor type situation. And then as soon as that was over, they're like, all right, go upstairs for the reception. And that was, was beautiful. It was beautiful. The cup's wedding was in a church, and then there were a couple hours in between, but I was in the wedding, so I didn't have to deal with finding something to do. I oh, was you busy. had to deal with getting your picture taken 400 million times. Which is fine. I mean, I, I was expecting it. Um, it's, a, was, it's against my religion, actually. So. <laughs> was B-Man, um, was the ceremony as short as mine? Uh, they were very similar. Mine was like seven minutes, and I think it well actually. Oh no, with, his was his was no his was. I thought yours was longer, but well, with that's, with that's just because I was in it and I was stuck there doing other stuff. Yeah, you so couldn't it really seemed longer. You couldn't really do much. You didn't have anywhere to go. I think um it was supposed to start at six. It started like at six oh one, and it was done by like six twelve. So that includes entrances, exits, and the entire ceremony in between. The only one that's close to that would be uh, Shawnee's. I think his was like a, a a tight five. It's the best. I mean, like, obviously, everyone there knows one of the people involved in the wedding, if not both. And it's just one of those, like, okay, get up there, say something funny, and then we are moving on, and everyone can go to the cocktail hour. Yeah. That's what they're all there for. No one cares about that part. They're like, all right, let's get this over so we can start partying. Did B-Man come down to any sweet intro music? Uh, he had normal intro music, but he did rip up in a sweet golf cart that Ooh. no one was expecting. So it was a strong entrance. Okay, I'll call that a wash with mine. Do you remember my intro song? Uh, I don't remember. Was it Indiana Jones? It was the Indiana Jones theme song, which and cue that. Okay, is it going to play in the background? Like, oh, by the way, when you played Cups in the background of 
oh my god, is that the cups? And you started playing cups. That was gold. I've heard that on headphone listening, like it didn't come through that loud, but I was listening on a speaker and it was coming through like at the perfect volume. I was a big fan. Sometimes I'm good at what I do. So I wonder what um, Steve Holla is going to come out to. I wonder if it will come out to the John Cena song, because that'd be pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Shout out my neighbor Frankie, brother of Forza Pizza, who, when they were introduced at their reception, him and his wife came out to the John Cena uh, entrance song and both came out with wrestling belts, and it was awesome. Uh, speaking of that, we've been texting about uh, getting our wrestling belt together. Ooh, we, okay. we have some good. We have some good. We've got a line on a really nice belt uh, for for the backyard brawl. Did I send you the you, belt? It's the it's the one you sent me. Yes, it is. Okay, the Onion Boy belt. Was it that one? Yeah, remember. he he works for a paint company, and um, he won a belt for like a bunch of sales or something in um, his district or something. And the belt they sent him is unbelievable. I'm trying to find it right now. I hate that we have to do this on the podcast, but like whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Um, Deal with it. I can't find it, but Ray, I did find going to look for the picture. Um, and I'm going to talk about some stuff. So um, I tried across try chips on your sandwich. Picture. Oh, yeah, we were talking bobbleheads. That's right. Ray's a big bobblehead guy. I don't know if you guys knew that. Who I mean, he has a, I mean, does everyone have a Billy D. Williams Colt 45 bobblehead? Probably you, not. You does everyone I, have a KFC bobblehead? Probably not. It's what Colonel are, Sanders. Okay. Harland David Sanders is his full name. Use it. <laughs> uh... How about the, I don't remember his name, the Mr. Bugler, T. no. No, okay. That the is, Bugler from Arlington Park is the best one. That is Bonnie the Bugler, and she had a bobblehead day at Arlington, and I'm like, okay, I have to go for this one. Oh and so I think I ended up getting, like, I came home with, like, four of them, and I'm like, well, I really only need one of Bonnie the Bugler, so okay. three other people can have these. Okay, one, I would have liked one. Two, this belt is incredible. This is real. Yeah, I'm going to have to find out if we can post it or not. He'll probably say no, and he'll probably I, be pissed that I mentioned that it's a paint company. But Well, yeah, I mean, oh, well, whatever. There's a, lot, there's a lot of paint companies. I mean, it kind of looks like a actual belt from, like, the WWE website with some stickers and pins on it, which yeah, I it is. It's so it's an authentic like um, 2000 era, like late 90s, 2000 era World Wrestling Federation belt, like the one that Bret Hart would always win. And it is covered in like their suppliers, stickers and pins and everything. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Um, also, as I was going through, I found, did I tell you, did we talk about it on the air that, um, so scuba Steve has a work phone and apparently some fucking weirdo had his phone before him and he keeps getting these like random texts where it's like two rows of blank text 
And then, like, in between the third row, it just says, hey, in lowercase letters. And then there's two more rows of blank text. And he gets that text, like, once a week. And so he kept, like, responding and being like, hey, man, like, I, I'm i a new guy with this number. Like, whoever had this before doesn't have it anymore. So um, probably stop texting me. And once a week, the guy keeps sending the same message. How do you and know so it's a guy? Why are you person, assuming their gender? I'm saying I'm using the royal guy, um, which is for all genders. Um, but he now just responds with a link to the newest episode of the podcast. Excellent, love love that. That's another that, like, way. That's a bo- that's a bonus point too. I think. Yeah, as long as he doesn't leave us like a one star review. Well, it, you know, you can't please all the people all the time. And so, be- publicist, if you you're know listening, what? well, yeah, go go ahead. Leave us a five star review or no review, please. Yeah, I was gonna say someone who is like sending creepy phone messages probably is into what we're peddling here, so we'll probably get a five star review. <laughs> They'll probably be on the podcast soon if we're being real. Actually, oh, let's just call the number on the podcast. We can. They won't answer, but we can because who? Nobody answers phone calls from numbers you don't have anymore. Well, eh, no, sometimes I do. Unless you're, of course you do. Unless you're expecting one from a publicist. Actually, okay, so <laughs> sometimes, I mean, I get like, I, I get, I, as I assume everyone does, gets all kinds of just like random fucking phone number calls. 99% of the time I don't answer. Sometimes if I'm not doing anything, I'll just answer it, see what shakes out. One time I got the, it's like this automated voice and it's like, there is a problem with your Windows computer. Please call back now so it is not have to shut down. And I'm like, oh, oh, hang on. This should be good. <laughs> and so I call the number back. And let's just start off noting that I have a MacBook, so I don't have a Windows computer. So I already know this is some sort of bullshit. And I call the number back, and I get this guy on the phone. And I'm obviously I'm very worried about my Windows computer. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> I got this phone call, and they said they're gonna shut down my Windows computer. I can't have that happen. Like I got I got a lot of stuff on there, you know. I like, what do we need? Let Let's get this solved, buddy. What do we need? What do you need from me? What do we need to do? And so he's like, okay, what you need to do is you need to go into a computer set, and he starts telling me all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, let's all right. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, okay, hit the Windows button. I'm like, I don't have that button, man. He's like, no, he's on he's on keyboard. I was like, no, man. He's like, what buttons? Bottom row. I was like, um, function, control, <laughs> option, command, and space bars. Is, and then on the other side, it says command, option, and then it says left arrow, down arrow, right arrow. Is that right? <laughs> He's like, no, you need Windows. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm looking at the keyboard. I'm telling you what's here. <laughs> and so I like I I keep going. And I'm like, okay, no, no, no. I think I I think I got it to where I think I got it to where I keep this guy on the phone for like 25 minutes. And then he's like, okay, now you need to um send me credit card number. And I was like, for what? And so then I was like, wait, hold on. I was like, what computer is this for? And he's just like, gassed. He's like, it's for uh, HP. I was like, but I don't have an HP computer. And he's like, oh, it's for, and I was like, 
no, I'm on a MacBook. You're just trying to steal my money, you fuck. And then he hung up on me. And so then I called them back about 15 more times and did the same thing. And then they figured out my number because, like, the last time I called, I the guy answered. And I was like, hey, man, uh, I think we got disconnected. He's like, stop calling here. Fuck you. Fuck you. And he hung up on me, and I called back. And then it goes, your number has been blocked. <laughs> Do you just get like like sent into a call center and then like any number of scanner or scammers will just like pick up the phone? Yeah, I talked to like five or six of them before they figured it I figured it out. <laughs> what day of the week was this? Uh this was on a Thursday at like I don't know, eleven AM. Were you at work? Allegedly. Okay, good. So I was on getting, my lunch break. You were getting someone's money's worth. So, fun fact, if you have some free time, answer those random numbers and have some fun. I don't know. I had a buddy who was like, yeah, so I hate this guy in my office. Everybody likes him. He called the wrong number and ended up talking to a guy for 30 fucking minutes because they were both such nice guys. What? Yeah, exactly. Okay, sure. Um, I don't know what else to talk about. Um, can we talk about, okay, let's get, okay. All let's, right. Let's, let's do it. Let's start off with you talking about how much you love John Taffer. You big oh, okay. John Taffer guy, Ray? Yeah. And I thought you were for the longest time. I, well, I, I mean, I like Bar Rescue, but I don't watch it aggressively like you do. Well, so I just started cause it's like great background noise when you're doing stuff like making a stupid Google doc for your podcast. And I just like have it on the background and like a lot of them are episodes I've seen, but I haven't seen like the last two seasons, which by the way, there are like 40 episodes in these seasons now. Like I was watching one of them and it was like season six, episode 32. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so naturally I checked, I looked up like John Tapper's net worth and it's like 10 million, which is way way less than I thought it would be. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching like every episode of bar rescue and it's, it's every episode. They either have like, everyone's bad at their job. Like the bartenders are bad. The servers are bad and the owner is bad, or they have like good bartenders, good cooks and the owner just like sucks. And so they come in and get like yelled at whatever. Um, there was one guy who didn't get his bar rescued. It was like some punk rock bar in California or something. Um, so obviously I did a deep dive to find out like what was going on. Um, and he kept talking about how he was like a million dollars in debt on this bar and was like refusing to let Taffer change anything. Um, so Taffer eventually just like walked out and I like Googled him and apparently this guy just like right before bar rescue finished, sold his house for like $8 million. Um, <laughs> And is like an heir to some sort of fortune, but kept making it seem like he's like a broke guy. Um, and then there was also some dirt dug up by other Bar Rescue fans that found out that he posted like some pretty racist stuff online. And that like Bar Rescue could have found that like while they were filming and are like, oh, yeah, we can just save this plug. guy's John bar. Taffer was like, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. And for that reason, I'm out. Uh... I have to go blow my nose. Okay, go for it. I'll I have to go. I have to go pee out of my penis. It's 
talk about timing. Okay, so let's talk about the text that I sent you, and I was asking you when I thought you were a John Taffer faithful, um, and I was like, when is there going to be a Guy Fieri bar rescue crossover episode? And you dropped two serious bombs on me, the okay. first one being that you've only seen, like, one episode of Bar Rescue. Okay, that was, okay, hold on. I just need to look. So this was at 10 o'clock last night. Okay. Um, I will tell you for a fact that by 10 o'clock last night, my soul had left my body and <laughs> I knew you weren't going to respond. I knew you were at the wedding. Um, but I just needed to remember cause I wasn't about to like open yeah. the Google doc. So that is actually not true. I have watched a decent amount of bar rescue, but uh, like I mentioned, I have, I'm not, I don't watch it like religiously like you do, but I do agree Great for background noise. Also, like we got into a side conversation. Destination America, if you have it, great TV show for background noise. Ooh, okay. Before we get to the second bomb, um, John Taffer just got a show greenlit that airs in like a couple weeks, and it's called Marriage Rescue. Oh, where John, yeah. Yeah, where John Taffer is like a marriage counselor for people whose marriage is failing. Yeah, his his credentials seem to check out for that. I mean, he's been married at least twice, so he has some good idea of what doesn't work, I'm sure. That's more than most people, so he's ahead there. I was reading some other stat, and it was based on, like, the 50% <laughs> divorce rate in America. I get into, like, some serious deep dives some days, and it was, like, the 50% divorce rate in America. And someone was like, yeah, well, it's not like one out of every two newly married couples get divorced because, well, as you know, when you get divorced once, you're way more likely to get divorced again. And someone was like... Where where did you come up with that? <laughs> and he was like, well, you know, like most people who get divorced get divorced like three or four times. And someone's just like, that's not true. Like most people who get divorced don't even get married again. <laughs> okay, so that is, yes, that's correct. But what I started laughing about was the thought that I had in my head where it was like, that's the one argument you can't really make where it's like, okay, you don't know what you're talking about. You're only on your first marriage, idiot. I'm on my fifth. I've done this way more times than you. You yeah, need to was, listen to what I know. It's like, do as I that's say, not, not a, as I do. Yeah, that's not a good credential. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, like, listen, dude, I've done this five times. I have to imagine every episode is going to be like, well, my first marriage failed because of this. Yeah. yeah and they're just kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever, buddy. I, I think we can motor through this. Yeah. But I am so excited to see, like, the uh, preview for the show shows, like, it's him on, like, a beach town in a street. And the wind is blowing his, like, blazer open. And he's wearing these stupid fucking glasses and oh, just looks, looks ridiculous really majestic yeah when uh should we get to the second bomb it's not a bomb everyone it a knows bomb. no it's, it's not. not oh it's already starting and people don't even know what we're talking about i'm so excited so you said that you don't like I'm guy fee pulling up the text message because uh okay so you said, what do we have to do for a Bar Rescue slash Guy Fieri crossover episode? And I said, I've watched Bar Rescue like once, which not totally true. Why? But second fact is, this is a, this is a, this is a 
hard fact. I can rail on Guy Fieri being the worst forever because he is the worst. Why? He's a fucking joke. Why? What do you mean, why? Have you what? looked at him? Have you watched t- the t- fucking TV? All Okay, first of all, watch Triple D. He's number one. He's a fucking dirtbag. They try and edit it out, but you can see he's fucking staring at all the titties while he's doing Triple D. Number two. Why do you think they call it Triple D? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> that wasn't a first question. Next statement that is false. Continue. Next statement that is... You're not even refuting my facts. I'm... I, okay. Okay. The man likes women that, like... Ha- I'm the, starting the off with, likes, I'm starting off with the light stuff. The man likes big-chested women. Okay. Sue him. That's fine. Next one. Okay. That's fair. Second gripe. Have you... I know you have. His restaurants are overpriced. $20 for a fucking cheeseburger is highway okay. robbery. I went so, to I went to a I went to a diner that was called Carl's yesterday. Do you know how much my cheeseburger cost? $8. $3. Okay. So, the And it was Guy one Fieri- of the best cheeseburgers that I've ever had. I hope you I oh my god, I hope you talk about donkey sauce. The Guy Fieri restaurant, don't get ahead of yourself. The Guy Fieri restaurant you went to, where was it located? Las Vegas. Okay, have you ever been to any other restaurant in Las Vegas? Yeah. It's all overpriced in Vegas. Correct. Okay. All of his restaurants are overpriced. Check the menus anywhere else. No, they're not. I did that today. So did I. I. He has one in Baltimore, and the the burger (laughs) that they have in Vegas for $20 is $14. Fourteen dollars is still too much for a cheeseburger. Fourteen dollars that comes with like bacon and mac and cheese on top of it, and comes with fries, is a regularly and placed item. Sauce, which is sauce just aioli. Want. Yeah, which by the way, I always get it without donkey sauce because I am not a mayo fan. Well, donkey sauce is just aioli. Yeah, well, mayo is just aioli is just mayo. Aioli like all they did. Mayo. Yeah, all they did was just put some, like, garlic in it. That was my next thing, is that donkey sauce is just aioli. You can have that one. That's fine. I don't like donkey sauce, so I'm not going to defend him on that, so that's fine. Okay. Um, another complaint. Why, is, why are the menus written like the opening of a fucking Triple D s- 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 fucking thing when he's, See, when he's talking about food? See, I think that, okay, that's one of the things I like about Guy Fieri is that, like, on his TV shows, you, and I used to, I'll, I'll, I used to be in your camp on this. Like, I used to hate the guy until you realize, like, okay, his look, he went on, um, like, America's Next Food Network star or whatever. He, he didn't pass the interview process. So he lost, he didn't make it on the first show. He made it on the second season and ended up winning. And he changed his whole look and just, like, dove in headfirst into, it's not a character. He just has, like, 
he gave himself a unique look and like his character is that he's just like really into food and like he doesn't care if he's eating popcorn at a movie theater out of the garbage can like we do or he's like making shit in his kitchen like he just is down with eating food and like he shows that on the show like you can make him anything and he's like holy shit man this is like maybe the baby best burger i've ever had and you know it's not but he's always just like pumping tires on everybody because he likes to eat and he just like leans into his personality so much that it's not a joke anymore like i'm just like happy that he's having fun me and hunter are gonna fuck some people up yeah uh speaking of that so guy fieri is like the nicest guy on earth in my deep dive into guy fieri i was trying to find out like he does a ton of um apparently he didn't dive deep enough because he's a piece of shit he floats he doesn't sink he's filled with hot air um so he does a ton of like charity work and stuff that doesn't get like posted about but um as you know some of our listeners live in california and so the wildfires were pretty dangerous at one point and guy fieri like all these people were put out of their homes and stuff and so him his kids his kids friends and some other buddies like drove up his like mobile kitchen center or whatever he has and ended up like cooking lunch and dinner for like two thousand people um, just like, cause they were n- near enough of the places, but knew that like no one had anywhere to go and just was like cooking stuff. And it wasn't until people started like posting about it on social media that people found out about it. Well, that's, uh, uh, you know, as, okay. Two things. One, I was, I'm trying to find the, the fucking description for the garbage can nachos or whatever, because it's so, ri- it's so ridiculous. And it's just like. Look at this headline. I <laughs> yeah, found. okay. So here's one that's Los Nachos Del Jefe. The bus don't mess around. Crispy corn tortilla chips are topped with corn tortilla chips, topped with black beans, chorizo, and cheddar. Like, dude, what? Why? Why is it written like that? Why can't it just say what it is? Did you Fucking... pick the nachos because it's Cinco de Mayo? I Well, no, but they just have the most ridiculous fucking triple D lead up. Uh, and, and like, okay, we, okay. It, have you been to his other restaurants outside of the one in Vegas? No, there's nothing around us. Okay. Cause like, it's just, okay. The one that we went to the atmosphere that they felt like they were trying to like make was like, Oh, we're at a frat party, but it was like a frat party at the lamest frat ever. I don't think it's a frat party. I think they're trying to attract, like, white trash people, and they do a pretty good job of it because we were, like, the most well-put-together group there, and half of our group, like, barely made it, and we're, like, leaving the table to go throw up or shit their pants at dinner constantly. Well, yeah, that's true. Okay, so, you ready to, are you ready to lose the argument now? Okay, let's see. Guy Fieri hates the gays. Um, does he, I mean, it it wouldn't put it past me that a 50 year old man from like, I think he's from Ohio or something, um, is not very progressive. Doesn't like, I don't side with him, but Chick-fil-A also hates the gays and you go there once a week. No, I don't. Okay. Are you just lying to everyone? No, I actually don't go to Chick-fil-A once a week. Um, would you say that you're a fan of Chick-fil-A? Oh, yeah. No, okay. I've, I'll, I will go to Chick-fil-A, but I don't go that often. Okay. But 
he was this is also I can send you I can send anyone the link if they want it. Guy Fieri went and visited a restaurant for Triple D that was run by two men who he decided were quote unquote life partners and he <laughs> called to, he called the producers and said you can't send me to talk to gay people without warning me those people weird me out. Um again I'm not denying And that. also he kicked his hairdresser in the chest and called him a fucking faggot. Yeah, Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri's a piece of shit. Um, what website said that? Like I said, I'm not denying it. So, uh, that was on Mash.com. Um, never heard of that. Is that a potato website? Um, I have found other information that said he has officiated 101 gay weddings. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Or it was reparations by the gay mafia, either one, for kicking his hairdresser in the chest. This was located at the Sobe Wine and Food Festival. Where's that? The Onion? Um, no, it's from the Sobe Wine and Festival, Wine and Food Festival, um, which is located in Miami. They sound like, oh, they're in Miami? Easily yeah. bought. Easily bought. <laughs> Um, let's see. We'll pay you in donkey sauce. That was in 2012. In 2015, Fieri officiated the wedding of celebrity chef Art Smith at Miami Beach. The wedding, wedding, which included over two dozen same-sex couples, was held to celebrate Florida's Supreme Court lifting (laughs) of the state ban on same-sex marriage. Fake news. So... We'll let the listeners That's what um, I was just gonna believe say. what they want to believe. If you, you know what, send us an email. Ray, what's our email address again? ihibw 69 gmail.com. Which, Maybe a by little the way, bit slower I, so they can actually fucking hear what you're saying. Check the game notes, bud, because it's in there. Um, but I did not send our ihibw 69 at gmail.com email to the girl who I wanted to have on the podcast to send to her publicist. I just sent her my personal email because I figured we probably have a better shot at her responding if 69 is not in our email. You know, every other every other ihibw up until 68 was taken. I don't what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> we tried them all. Um where are we? We're still on Guy here. What's your um, What's your personal email address? Do you want to read that out for the first initial last name at jamil.com. Boom. Okay, fine. And oh, you want to know something that do you we want like? to move on to another air raid siren topic where I can scream about <laughs> how I hate people? So Guy Fieri had to move to France when he was 16 and lived there for like a year or something um, to study and said he hated every minute of it. So if you can't side with that, I don't know who you want to side with. Um, Also, do you know what food place he worked at when he was in grade school? Uh, No. It was a pretzel stand selling awesome pretzels on a cart. For Auntie Anne? Uh, it's called Awesome Pretzels. Oh, it's probably fucking garbage then. Everyone knows there's only one hot pretzel in the game, and it's Auntie Anne. Um, there's not, because we've talked about gnarly knots before. Okay, well, in the fast, casual, hot pretzel chain market. Yeah, in chain, yeah. Auntie Anne is the queen of the chain pretzel yeah. uh, 
super pretzels don't even waste your money so gnarly wetzels fuck off there's a wetzels pretzels at the fashion outlet mall in rosemont and it is like the biggest letdown their entire food court is just like knock off everything you have like they have the knockoff auntie ants they have the knockoff panda express they have the knockoff great steak and potato company they have a knockoff sabaro they don't have like anybody by name polar bear express italian pizza fast style um burger queen dairy king so gnarly knots apparently where i take enza to daycare because she's a spoiled brat um the owner of Gnarly Knots Enzo's also takes... your uh, daughter, correct? Yeah, my daughter. Um, Gnarly Knots also takes... Uh, the owner of Gnarly Knots also takes their dog there. And oh, apparently last Friday... Wait. So like What? Oh, no, you're... Never mind. I had it backwards. I thought it started in Barrington. It started by you, and they opened it Bar- a, a second store in Barrington. Also, you don't have to live in the town where you open a business. Um, okay, so, but why would you open a open a business? And, never mind. Okay, understood. Okay, so last Friday I guess was National National Pretzel Day, and so Gnarly Knots is like, "Oh, what are you guys doing for National Pretzel Day?" Blah blah blah, and they're like, um, "We're a doggy daycare place. We're not doing anything." And she was like, "Oh, well, I'll just make a bunch of pretzels and bring them in so you guys can serve them to everyone." And so Pretzel Day. So they gave out like a foot long pretzel in the shape of a bone and it looked so fucking good that I almost ate it instead of giving it to Enza. Like it was so soft, so fresh, except they didn't put salt on it. They put like dabs of like peanut butter that look like salt on it. Um, so thank God I didn't eat hers, but um, I ended up giving it to her and she loved it. Uh, but shout out Gnarly Knots for that. Yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. Just shout out Gnarly Knots. Maybe they'll sponsor the podcast. Well, people don't know is that Gnarly Knots like so they make a ton of like pretzels, blah blah blah. But every oh, oh it's it's only no, it's only local for all of our international listeners. Sorry. <laughs> so so it, they stuff the pretzels with like food. Like every once in a while, they'll do like an Italian beef pretzel. So it's stuffed with like Italian beef and jardinera and like all that, or they'll do like a Philly cheesesteak and it's stuffed with like steak and cheese. And like, they'll do a corned beef one. Well, it's unbelievable. It might sound disgusting as you're listening, but look up gnarly knots on Instagram. Tell them I H I B W sent you and look at the, it won't get you anything. It'll, it'll get you a unique conversation with their staff. Um, but it is unbelievable. Okay, we need to fucking wrap this up. It's 10 after 8, and Game of Thrones has started. Oh, Game of Thrones is at 8? I thought it was at 9. No, why do you think I rushed out of here last week? Um, okay, let's talk about... We're saving the other dog stuff. Even though oh, nice no! Save it. Um, do you want to do... We can do one or the other. Do you want to do Live PD or The Blizzards? Uh, we can do the blizzards pretty quick because you're the only one who's excited about that because, well, I'll tell you that I'm, I'm not excited. You're a, you're a sucker wasting your money on anything, but an Oreo blizzard. So, okay, here, okay. Let's talk about, okay. DQ this year is rolling out their blizzard flight. So you get three mini size blizzards of whatever flavors you want. Like you don't just have to pick one anymore. 
you can just get like three small ones and sample a ton of other flavors. And I sent it to you and you're like, oh yeah, why would anyone buy anything other than an Oreo Blizzard? And I go, okay, I can tell you didn't open the article because they have a cotton candy Blizzard. And you're like, I refer to my previous statement. Oh, I read the article. No, you didn't. Yes, It was like 10 pages long. Well, I I didn't read the whole thing. I got the Cliff Notes version. So the candy, the cotton candy blizzard looks amazing. And I am with you on all I needed was an article about the flavor because that's all, all I needed to get it. I would have had it. It would have been great, whatever. But they came out with this stupid flight thing. So can you imagine the logistics of traveling with three mini blizzards? Or if you go with another person, traveling with six mini blizzards? I guess Are you I counting just, cup holders in your car? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I guess I just imagined that they would, like, give them to you in some sort of, like... No, cardboard I'm sure it comes container. in a carrier, but, like, uh, yeah. still... Blizzards are notorious for being, like, over the top of the rim, and if they put a cap on it, you're losing out on, like, an inch of free ice cream. So never get a cap on it. Correct, yeah. Um, but we also, drove by... Side pro tip, whenever you're doing a Slurpee, put the cap on first, and then you fill it all the way up to the top. But I hope everyone knows that. But if you don't, now you do. I don't know anyone who gets a Slurpee and does not put that put the cap on first. I'm just, just in I'm, case. Uh, hey, no, no, no. I agree. I agree. Same. Also, mix cherry and Coke and make a cherry Coke Slurpee. You're all welcome. So the there was a knockoff 7-Eleven by me and easy. It was called easy pantry growing up. 8-12. Yeah. They came out with a like creamsicle Slurpee and they couldn't call it a Slurpee. I think they called it like a freeze or something. Um, and it was unbelievable. And I was like a 10 year old kid and would go and get it every day. And then one day, like it was empty. Sounds healthy. Yeah, and I'm like, where is the creamsicle blizzard or the creamsicle Slurpee? And the guy was like, oh, they're not Slurpees, but we're out. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay, well, when's it going to be ready? He's like, I don't know, maybe tomorrow. So we go the next day. It's not there. Like, where's the Slurpee? And he's like, they're not Slurpees. We're out. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it that instead of just telling me that, like, we don't have it anymore, I think he was trying to, like, get more. I just wouldn't buy anything. I just left. Yeah. Um, rode my bike home. And was like, maybe I'll come back tomorrow. How long and did it take until he was like, listen, fucker, we're not, it's not a thing anymore. It's never, discontinued. Buy something or it. get the fuck out. The only thing he said was that it's not a Slurpee. It's, we're, we're out. And so the entire summer goes by and I never got my dreamsicle Slurpee anymore. And I still think about it to this day, like 21 years later. Okay, speaking of dreamsicle, not Slurpees and Dairy Queen... How did it compare to an Orange Julius? I didn't have an Orange Julius in my life. In, in fact, I didn't have an Orange Julius until after we had already been friends. Like, there was none around me. They had them at DePaul, and that was the first, like, there was one near DePaul. And that was the first time I had one. So I was probably, like, 19 or 20 years old. Well, fun fact, you're the one who showed me Orange Julius because same thing. Yeah, they're very. It's very good. Um, 
the thing that I would critique in Orange Julius for is that the temperature is never as cold as I want it to be. Um, I don't know if it's just like the foam or whatever, but the or- like the oranges aren't blue. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're not cold enough, and that's the one thing the Dream Dreamsicle Slurpee did have is it it's was not a Slurpee. The dreamsicle frozen drink had um, because it was literally ice cold. Um, so Orange Julius, if you're listening, um, cool those oranges, cold, buddy. Colder, please. Yes. Um, there was a place by my grandparents' lake house where you could go make the ices. Ooh, those are good. And but so totally like those, you could taste the syrup in, which I like a Slurpee because they hide the syrup. Okay, so. These ones were, this was the loosest operation ever. The machine was just out in the store. So you would go fill up your thing, and then you you were the one in charge of pumping the flavor onto your Icy. Oh, my God. And, like, me being eight, I yeah. was like, okay, well, one of these pumps tastes great, so 47 of them <laughs> must taste amazing. Did you do that shit, too, where, like, when you were a kid and they had those things where you would pump every single one into your drink? Because I would do that and take a sip, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is disgusting. Yeah, every every flavor except grape. Ooh, I'm a grape guy. I uh, was until I got this cough syrup when I was little, and they're like, oh, you can have whatever flavor you want. And I was like, oh, I want grape, and it tasted like grape chalk, and ever since then, I've never liked grape. So, so when, whenever I see those, like, companies that, like, they're at some function or whatever, and they're selling those, like, ices where, like, it's just a thing of ice, and then they put the scoops or the, the squeezes in, I'm always like, okay, how many pumps do you normally do for a thing? And they're like, okay, six. I'm like, all right, well, give me one, but just give me three pumps. And they're like, are you sure? We normally do six. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I don't want to drink, like, I... I know it's hard to believe when you hear everything about me, but I really don't want to drink like a couple ounces of blue syrup when I'm done with my icy. Most people look, would throw it away, but I wouldn't. Look, guy, do I look like the kind of guy that would be unsure about this kind of thing? That's what I mean. Give me like, the three pumps, man. I'm fat enough to know like what I want out of these desserts, so give me what I'm asking for, please. No chance of that's what you got. 